Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who's had his pants and underwear stolen by the man, and he's currently stroking his boner off in protest. That's Jeff Clark. Sup? And beaming to us from the upside down, the bearded booger-eating Demogorgon known as... Shuddy boy. You. Brap, brap. Brap, brap, indeed. So, how did I do with my um, NFL picks? Well, what did you pick again? I don't remember. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, you went over two. Ah, oh, really? Sorry. I have to find where I wrote it. Because uh, I think you picked the Lions and the Ravens. Uh, I watched the Lions game with bitch ass Paul. And even though Paul's from central New York, he is randomly a Lions fan. And I felt for him so bad. You know how cursed the Lions are. And last night's loss add another wrinkle to their franchise curse. What happened? <clears throat> they were up by 17 points, which is a lot in football. Just so you know, Kevin. I, I, I hear that. I hear that's a lot in soccer too. It's yeah. I'd be I'd be it'd be tough to come back from seventeen down in soccer, but <laughs> in football much more doable. It happens pretty much every week in a full slate. But they blew a seventeen point lead and ended up losing outright, and it was pretty unfortunate. Man, it was just I mean, like bad that luck. Game- uh, the, both games this weekend kind of made me a little bit more open to all of these NFL is rigged conspiracy don't, theories no. that are being thrown no. around out there. Don't do that! Don't do that! Oh, I was actually going to rant about this this episode. Um, so I, got I don't believe it, but I'm like, maybe there's something to it <laughs> if this. You know, the Chiefs weren't favored and they just came in and pretty much skull fucked the Ravens. And wait a second, didn't I pick the Queefs? I don't have the paper, I I can't find my note. I think I did because that's where Taylor Swift's boyfriend plays, right? Yes, yeah, but I thought you played 4D chess there, if I remember correctly, where you're like, everyone thinks they're going to win because of Taylor Swift and I'm going to pick them to lose. I don't know why I remember it that way, but that's how I remember it. I feel like if only it was recorded and there was a way to, to confirm. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, there's like people yelling at home. Like he fucking yeah. picked the lions and the chiefs. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure. Cause I, I, I'm pretty sure I picked the lions. Cause I, if I'm remembering back to my, my stupid. You definitely picked the Lions. Yeah, because I thought they were gonna upset everybody, and then I thought that people are so angry 
that Taylor Swift's team keeps winning because they hate Taylor Swift and think she controls black magic or some shit, um, that her team is going to win again just to piss everybody off. So the Lions would win and piss everybody off, and so would Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, so that would have made for an Eminem Taylor Swift showdown at the Super Bowl. Man, that would have been cool. Which would have been cool. Which would have been really fucking cool. Halftime's like a little bit of celebrity boxing. No, yeah. like in the beat it video, <laughs> they fucking tie a belt to their wrists and they knife fight at the 50-yard oh, line. <laughs> that would be That'd sick, be way Shuddy. sicker, actually. Yeah. Dude, so uh, would be obviously... So Super Bowl, if all we told him is that Eminem and Taylor Swift are going to knife fight during halftime. Yeah, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> he'd actually come to my Super Bowl party. Oh, yeah. I'd get wasted, too. I'd be the most belligerent drunk there you should come anyways dude uh, i don't know when is it again other than it's a, a super bowl that i could probably not be any less interested in well i'm interested in them all because of gambling but i hear well, you yeah but like the most unlikable quarterback in the league and the most unlikable team you don't like mahomes is that what you're saying he is such a fucking prima donna bitch no i fucking hate patrick mahomes <laughs> If there is not a player in the NFL that calls for a flag on every play more than he does. That's a he valid is, that's a valid point. He is a whiny little self-entitled cunt. And I hate Man. Patrick Mahomes right now more than I ever hated Tom Brady. I would go back to the Brady days to not have to look at his fucking stupid face, his stupid helmet that sits too high on his head and listen to him talk like Kermit with a cock in his mouth. Pushback though. Good Lord. You and I look at Tom Brady a little differently because our teams beat him in the Super Bowl. Like there's like Bills, Bills, Jets, Dolphins fans, Ravens, Colts, like Steelers, like they all have legitimate fucking hatred for that guy. And it's like, listen, I hated when Tom Brady would be asked those times that Tom Brady would be asking for a penalty to be called when there was obviously a penalty and like his lips bleeding. And he's like, where's the flag? I'd be like, fucking pussy. You're playing football. Patrick Mahomes gets breathed on and he's like, where's the roughing the pastor? Or it's obnoxious. And then that shit he did during warmups yesterday was fucking lame as fuck. Like, he's just a pussy. Man, I love the shot he gets pissed. I'm confident Kevin could kick his ass in a, in a fist fight. Oh, come on. Let's not be crazy here. Yeah, I, could... I, would, I, would, I, I would bet you on that one for sure. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I'll, I'll lay whatever odds you want too. You can give fucking Kevin ten to one. Sure. I don't. I don't think you I could pay off my homes. I don't think I could beat any of the cheerleaders in a fist fight <laughs> in the NFL. There's let alone any of the players. Any every, anybody associated with the NFL could beat me up. The janitors, uh, the owners, even the ones that are like in their 80s and 90s, all all of them could could fuck me up. Not even I break have a sweat. Faith that with what a fucking snowflake patrick mahomes is you could take him kevin <laughs> yeah you could be george hallis's daughter up huh? she's like she's like 70 at this point wait someone's daughter is 70 yeah, yeah. the owner of the the bears who 
like bought the team in fucking nineteen twenty or something. I think she could he take gave me. it to his daughter. She could probably take me. Uh, I'd bet I would on bet her. you in that one, but <laughs> your lack of confidence does kind of frighten me. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I like that Mahomes take, man. I've never heard that one before. I like that. That's good. I just, yeah. you know, I, I didn't a lot have of players a do it, and I never associated that with him. But now that you mention it, it's like I'll, I'm gonna start looking for that. So I hate that shit too. Like it happens all the fucking time. Like yeah. it happens all the time. And it's then turning into NBA. It is. The flopping is fucking no. insane. In I mean, the Eagles punter did it in one of the last games of the season, and I thought it was fucking ridiculous. Like, I think every guy that's running with the ball near out of bounds when they get touched, they should fucking flail and like throw themselves. Like, like it for the was, gamesmanship, it, it, it's super lame, but like. There is a gamesmanship behind it. It was comical watching the Eagles punter do it, trying to get a roughing the the kicker <laughs> yeah. call, and the guy on the Giants who he was trying to get it like held him up and kept him from being able to throw himself. Yeah, on the yeah, ground. And he was like dead weight. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look like a look like a trust fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. Like, <laughs> and the, the, the Giants guy literally carried him for like ten yards. So like, see, I'm not. He's not. Like, he I didn't. Hit the I ground. did not throw him to the ground. Like, yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. Like, he looked like a little child. He just like it's like it's like when I put little mom on the couch. <laughs> so like, is there is there any way to combat that? Can it, can can they institute a rule where like if you're caught blatantly flopping, that I don't know. Tanya, Tanya Harding will come out and hit you in the leg with a pipe, or <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't officiate it like that, but they can do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they did that in the NBA starting it this year, where they'll they'll give a technical foul for a flop. It's not called very much. Hockey did it the best. They were diving in hockey. I remember when I was growing up, they were diving in hockey to try to get tripping penalties. They did it for a year and like. Hockey, and maybe not even a year, like six months into it, hockey's like, no, this is bitch shit. We'll call it diving penalty. And you know what I mean? Like they, they immediately turned it off. Like, no, no, you guys aren't doing this bitch shit. Like, you better not fucking dive. They they could do something in the NFL. It's just tough because it's like there's so much space, there's so many moving parts, there's so many like it's so fast. These guys are so big, you don't it's hard to tell in real time what is legitimate or what would be a fake oh yeah here it is this oh, is hilarious kevin this is this is the trust fall yeah all right ah. <laughs> he's holding him up like the guy's trying to take a dive he's not letting him <laughs> yeah. wow oh i didn't even realize it was somebody on the other team yeah. yeah. I thought it, I thought it was one of his own teammates be like, dude, don't fucking do this. Don't fucking embarrass us right now. <laughs> no, no. So this wait. This guy's trying oh. to take a penalty. The other guy's like, no, I'm not letting you fall. <laughs> it looked kind of romantic. That was that's that it was a, did. Yeah. it looked like they he was like dipping him in, in a dance. Oh, yeah. It also kind of looked date rapey. It's like, no, I can't move my legs. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry guys, my date's a little drunk. I got to get her home. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Hey, 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 stop that guy. So wait, did the guy, what What was the end result there? Did the guy get in trouble for like Not holding right. him up? No, no, the ref is sitting right there. He's like, this is obvious. Yeah, no, nobody got in any trouble. The ref looks As over, he's like, oh, this is cute. 
that and his teammates didn't make fun of him probably because like he's a punter so they all assume he's a bitch anyway so what are you gonna say like oh you're more of a bitch like they don't you know i mean the most egregious uh usage of all this flapping is soccer right yeah soccer is all bad well i should clarify because men's adult soccer i don't want anybody thinking i'm talking about real soccer which is children playing it on a field um or women women flop a lot less than men yeah yeah it's like a it's a it's a it's a kind of weird thing but yeah it is a particular thing yeah women yeah, flop I mean, less when, than men when when the men flop it you would think like they have a career-ending injury the way that I mean, they go down and yeah i've seen bring they roll around on the stretcher yeah, I've seen I've seen stuff on social media that sort of you know, somehow makes its way to my eyes. So, you know, it's the most egregious shit ever where some someone like walks by a guy and he does like a matrix like Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. So, so like they is have there... highlight videos of LeBron doing it where oh, LeBron really? will be tapped and he'll like jump into the audience. <laughs> LeBron does WWE, yeah. like a WWE match. So, so how do okay? So, you're saying the NBA kind of put a stop to it, right? No, no, the NHL dropped NH- it. The NBA is okay. trying to slowly. They might get there, but probably not. So, is there any have have are people like pushing for that in soccer? Like, come on, let's play a game here and and not do with all this fucking these people trying to get out here trying to get Oscars. No, the uh, soccer fans have just accepted it as part of the the game, part of the culture. Oh god, that's so lame. So like hockey fist fights and brawls have just sort of been like, eh, part of the game, you know, we've just accepted it. And they, soccer is like yeah. Oh really? Not anymore. No more fighting? They fight still, right? It's not as crazy. It's not as crazy not as, as like the nineties. It's not as prevalent, unfortunately, because some might say fighting is one of the best, other than the goals, fighting and checking are the cornerstones of hockey. And we've talked about this over, over the years, but, and we showed you a video once, Kevin, but there was a, there was a game between Shuddy's team and my team, the Devils and Rangers, where they put out the two, they call them checking units. And they're like the, the last, like they they play the least the because they have the least skilled, yeah. But they're like more like the physical tough guys. So they put the two checking units out to start the game, just to get the fight started. So like they drop the puck, everyone backs up, puts down the stick, and finds a guy to fight in the very first like part of the game. Awesome. We showed you a video of it before. I remember it was years ago, and it was fucking sick. And they they'll do that. They don't do it as much anymore, but they'll do it in like one hockey game a year where it's like division rivals. And it's like they're there to like, just beat ass, not not yeah. play. The, the, yeah, the NHL like, we're though, fight has... right now. Let's get it out of the way. Like, do it right now. <laughs> like, let's fight. The NHL has tried to eliminate fighting as much as possible to make it more family friendly. Yeah, but which, which is, is stupid. Yeah, I feel like families, families were watching NHL in the in the 90s, right? I mean, that's the yeah. whole reason I played the NHL games in the 90s on Genesis was to fuck people up. Like, I just wanted to fight yeah. a game. It's weird because it's like it's such a part of the, the fabric of the NHL. But in international hockey, there's not fighting. 
Yeah, there's not, not allowed. Yeah, it's like, and the and the games are as good, if not better. Really, there's just too many angry Americans. I don't it know might be what the it Canadians. is. It might be the well, Canadians. I mean, it, it, hockey, besides actually baseball, which is surprising people, hockey is probably the most diverse sport. I mean, you have so many countries represented. Um, so it's not just Americans, Canadians, like, you know, I would like to Swedish cheers people. to diversity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, one of the things that I up. love about the NHL is just, the, you know, the diversity of it all. <laughs> god damn it walk right into that but um no it's it's not just the it's not just the americans um everyone in hockey's like kind of down to fight it's, i don't know it's just part of it it's part of like nhl culture i mean yeah i mean it seems like a very frustrating sport to play like you're constantly fucking like checking people and they're checking you and you're up against the ice and some dickheads just like uh, 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 just shoving you as you're trying to hit you know you gotta blow off a little steam sock someone right in the fucking mouth there's only so many times you can get hit with a stick before it's like all right let's fight fuck you dude (laughs) (laughs) which speaking of hockey i on friday i did a nostalgia double feature of the mighty ducks and d2 uh, I thought D two was better than D one. What do you think? And I, I think D three is underrated. I've seen neither. So I, so that used to be my take, Jeff. That Which, used to be my take is that uh, D two is a better movie than The Mighty Ducks. But I've never okay. watched them back to back before, and they're very different movies. Yeah, the story in the first one is more about like Emilio Estevez is like well, redemption kind of, right? Well, I mean, what uh, it's almost like hardball meets hockey. More importantly, what I thought like they put in so many campy jokes and sound effects and stuff in D2 that weren't in the original Mighty Ducks. Like the original Mighty Ducks was more of a serious kids sports movie. And like the bad news, like the bad news bears sort of kind of like not the same. It wasn't as filthy as the bad news yeah. bears was, but that's vulgarity. But then D two was one hundred percent leaned into being a kids movie and was zany and had wacky jokes and sound effects and. Dishadi, uh, do you only... think there's any chance that I would enjoy any of the Mighty Ducks movies? I think you would enjoy the first one. Really? I really do think you would enjoy the first one. Hmm. All right. I will try to... Looks like it's on Disney+. Plus. I will try to watch they, that yep. and report back. I'll, I'll try and make that my homework. I think you will like that one. The second one was good. I still enjoyed it very much. Uh, but watching it now, so many years later, it, it really is a, just a blatant commercial for Disney's hockey team really is all that they turned that movie into was the ducks hockey team. Yeah. So, okay. Am I Mandela affecting myself here or did that team never exist? They made a movie and then they created the team in real life. That is 100% accurate. Yeah. So was that, do you think that was Disney's plan all along? We'll make this movie and then we'll, we'll fucking make this team and own them. Like Disney owns that team, or do they own like the rights they to it? They don't like anymore. 
Um, but I don't think that was the case. I think it was for two. I think when the NHL expanded with the Ducks and the Lightning, Disney seized an opportunity hmm. and used that they had this movie franchise, so they had a hockey team name, and then, and then they could just cross market them together. Yeah, not a not a bad move. But like the finals of the the Junior Goodwill Games take place at the arena in Anaheim where the Mighty Ducks played. They wear the the same uniforms as the the NHL Mighty Ducks in the last period of the game. I wonder if the like, the writer of that movie gets like a piece of it. Because if he just if that was like a spec script, ah, what the fuck am I talking no. about? Disney doesn't no. buy spec scripts. He does not get he and he does not get points on the ducks like revenue. Yeah, I was I was just, just thinking to myself, I'm like, Hockey. I I I always think of of things from like a, a spec script perspective, and like there's no <laughs> way Disney is just like, yeah, let's just see what writers out in the the free range writers are coming up with, like some. It was some like fat cat sitting in his office with a big fucking stogie hanging out of his mouth, like, "Hey, you knows what ice tinks? We can make some monies if we get some NFLs." Is 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 is. And the that that, that guy gets the you points. trying to like make a move on getting part ownership of the Yankees by writing a script. <laughs> no, but if I and I apologize, it was the Florida Panthers that were in the that came at the same time as the Ducks. If I wrote a script with like a fictional sports team in it, and then that team became a team in real life, I would be like, "I, I created that was me. That was my idea." But Mighty Ducks, that that was definitely like you know, some some exec came up with that that idea, and they hired a, you know, a studio writer to do it. So never mind, my brain is farting out of control right now. Uh, <laughs> my brain is being stupid. <laughs> Um, quick shout out to our homie Dustin Ibarra. Um, I tried to get him on the show today, but he's uh, he's Too traveling for us now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he's still on the East Coast and having a travel day, perhaps. But uh, yeah, he crushed it on the Tonight Show. His appearance went great. Said Jimmy pulled him aside afterwards and told him his set was fucking awesome and said he wants to have him back. So. Great, uh, great night for our homie, for Dustin. And coincidentally, I didn't even realize that the his special was done. Like I would check in with them every now and then, be like, "Hey, dude, how's the special coming along?" Because you know we were both editing at the same time, and he would be like, "Yeah, still working on it, still working on it." And then I watch his Tonight Show appearance. And he's like, "Yeah, his new special's out on YouTube right now." I was like, "Oh shit!" So. Not only can you watch Dustin's episode on Peacock if you have it, his the the Tonight Show put his set up on their their YouTube channel, so you can watch just his you know five minutes on YouTube, and then Dustin's brand new special uh, that will not do is for free on YouTube right now. It's a half hour special, and you don't even have to look all that hard in the audience shots to see, you know, members of the Puminati. You got Arts along with Nikki Dabs, um, Butt Package, and then you've got, you can see Carl and Jeff 
Hey, can you see? Um, was Cheech there? Cheech was there, right? Yeah. Is because I haven't watched the whole thing through yet, just because it's been a little bit of a hectic weekend. But I did like I know um, Jeff's head is covering my head for pretty much all the shots. <laughs> <laughs> But the, I mean, I, I, we were all there for it, watching it in real time, and it was fucking awesome. And I oh, know that, uh, you know, it was it was a longer set than than thirty minutes, so they must have trimmed it down and just tried to keep it a very fucking lean, sleek thirty minute special. And um, yeah, it's out there on YouTube, so fucking go out there, search it out, Dustin Ibarra, that will not do. Subscribe because it's Dustin's uh, YouTube page that isn't really used all that much. But I, I'm I'm guessing now that that special's there, he's going to try and make it a little bit more active. So hook him up with a subscribe, like the special, share it, throw him like a you know pat on the back in the comments. Yeah, help the homie out. Show him some love. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about it with him after. <clears throat> After the show, he was all, I thought he said something like it will be finished. It'll be edited by like next year, which I guess is right. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was the next year, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I thought, it, I thought he, when we we're talking about it, he said like eight or nine months. It's like, what, dude, you can't do that over the weekend. But yeah, I, uh, surprised he didn't like ping you and be like, oh, my special came out. Shout, shout it out. I know. Well, I mean, it was. A, a bit of a whirlwind for him. Like he was not expecting to get booked on the Tonight Show. So uh, you should have had your his agent ping you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess. Speaking of editing and stuff, John Cooper. Just a real quick update on that because I know people get annoyed if I talk about it too much. But um, I believe this week it is going to get sent off to Sound and Color. Editing was pretty much done, and then I gave it another pass, and I had way more notes than I expected to. So I gave those off. Editor got a new cut last night, so I watched it this morning and um, just had two more small things that I wanted to clarify on because, you know, it's once you move on, it's, it's hard to go back. It's not, like, locked in stone, but I just want to make sure that when we move on from the editing process... It's at the right time. I don't want it to have have it come out and be like, ah, man, you know what? I fucking noticed that, and I didn't say anything, and I should have. Like, but first shot at a movie, the- I want to make sure that everything is exactly how I want it to be. If it takes a tiny bit longer, then you know it's unfortunate, but that's kind of the way it has to go. There's always the risk, though, of over tinkering. There is, but. When I've been in person with the editor, I was like, you know, I have nothing to compare this to. It's my first time doing it. So if I'm being a little nitpicky with some of this stuff, I apologize. He's like, dude, sometimes the editing process takes so long because directors do like 40 cuts. And that's not even on the absurd end of the spectrum. It's high, but it's not just like, holy fucking shit, what is going on here? Like some people just stay in the editing process for so long and, you know, from just being a movie fanatic my whole life, when you're really, really looking forward to a movie and 
you saw the headline that they wrapped shooting it, and you're just like, fucking come on! Put it out already! You shot it, right? Fucking give it to us! Now, seeing how the sausage is made, it really is just like, you see where time slows down. Well, it's like when you're in the movies in the summer, and you see a trailer, and then it comes Christmas 2024, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another a whole other thing, because I'm talking about trailers, the early stages of getting a trailer made now, and it's just, I know what I hate from trailers, especially with comedies. They show all the best jokes to rope you in, and then all that stuff is blown. So, you know, when you see it in the context of the movie, you don't laugh as hard or find it as funny as you did when you first saw it. But you do also want the trailer to look funny because if you see a, a fucking trailer for a comedy, you're like, well, that didn't look funny at all because you're saving all the best jokes for the movie. No one's going to watch it. So I, I want to make sure it doesn't blow a lot of jokes, even though if I can fillet my own penis for a moment, I do think it is. <laughs> I think it's pretty heavy do on that. the jokes. I'm proud. I'm proud of the amount of, of solid bits that are in there. But I don't want to blow too many, and I also don't want to blow too much of the plot. Like, trailers these days, they're getting longer. Someone, oh, there's some fucking movie coming out called The Monkey Man, and it kind of looks like John Wicky. And. Looks good, right? It does look good. I thought but, I saw that trailer recently. Maybe it was during football last tonight or whatever. And I was like, ah. Oh. Well, Car- Carl and I were watching it on my phone, and the fucking thing, I'm just like, how is this? How. Uh, she's like, I, I feel like we just saw the whole movie, and I paused it, and we were three minutes into a three and a half minute trailer, and I was like, "Oh, that is that's too much, way too much." There have been instances where they show the final scene of a movie in the fucking trailer. So I I do want to walk that tightrope of playing some of the jokes <clears throat> close to the vest, and not give away the entire goddamn plot of the movie. But um, I, I know they, the trailer's not going to come until sound mix and color correction is done, which I'm hoping only takes a couple weeks because we're still looking at recording date right now. It is January 29th. They still think we are on track to be 100% finished and sending links out to people early March. So a month and change, and we're in fucking business. So it's, hopefully you, your life completely changes. <laughs> Have you decided on if you're doing a premiere or if you're waiting for it to be picked up? Oh no. Or I mean ha- when it's when it's done, we're we're a hundred percent renting out a theater somewhere and you know, cast crew, friends, you know, pack this out and do a quick screening. Cause it's not like how much a Hollywood would movie. that cost, you think? I don't think it's that much. You know, ever since when stuff opened up post-COVID, a lot of theaters were like, hey, if you want to rent an entire theater out just so you and your friends can watch this movie without any strangers, here's the flat rate. And it's it's not all that bad. Dude, it's like a hundred bucks at AMC. Dude, we can get a red carpet on Amazon for $17. <laughs> I'm just going to put in the Evite, bring your own red carpet. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bring your own paparazzi. Worry, I got it, guys. <laughs> I'll use some of my Patreon funds for this. Or I'll do the the parks and rec route and tell everybody to just get red carpet liners put in their shoes. So everywhere they walk, they're on the red carpet. Oh, uh, wait a second. That was 24 inches wide, 15 feet long. 24 inches wide, 50 feet long. It's $37. Never mind. I, I can't do that. Yeah. I'll go halves with you, Jeff. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. I can do it. No, I, I think if we put in this $30 investment, though, that gets us a producer credit. Oh, okay. So you like, want in I on that? You, I got you. Like, you think that, that do you? At least get us each half a point. This is like the Mighty Duck screenwriter, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You just gonna get nothing in like it. <laughs> I bought the red carpet, so I make the first million that John Cooper gets. Yeah, <laughs> you get the first free bucket of popcorn, Jeff. <laughs> Nobody gets paid until I get my investment paid back. That's how we're doing. I, I want my large Coke and my large popcorn. I swear to God, I'll take the fucking red carpet away. I will set this red carpet on fire. <laughs> Man, um, I know we don't really cover current events all that much on the show, but holy fuck, did you guys see that Vince McMahon shit? I did. I made a joke about I, I it, and a, someone in the Puminati was not happy. Uh, I was. Uh, uh, that was where well, I was going to go with this. Was did you say make your Vince McMahon joke prior to knowing what was going on? Because I saw that whole exchange. I saw your Royal Rumble tweet, and then I saw like immediately the person who was like, "Whoa, bad timing, bro." Google Vince McMahon. I was like, I wonder if Jeff didn't know. Uh, that Vince McMahon is the slime ball everybody thought he was. Yeah, right. Uh, I did now. I did. And I didn't even see your tweet. It was in bad taste. <laughs> no, I just joked because I was watching. I actually it watched was, the Royal Rumble because it was like, it, that is like my favorite event. And we already was, have Peacock, so. It was an old school Jeff tweet. It was oh, definitely no. one that you probably might have pulled for Jeff's Twitter diarrhea back in the day. Man. Jeff, so there would was... you like to... Hold on, yeah, let me just read little... it. <laughs> oh my... Man, I, you I gotta, gotta go back there, though. I have to find it. I know, now. I have to go oh, through yeah. all of Jeff's stupid fucking math betting bullshit with all his pluses and minuses and fucking calculus he puts in. Man. Yeah, it's all formulas. Man, you really do uh -huh. have Twitter diarrhea. Jesus Christ. No wonder well, I didn't see this. Promoting my own stuff. Uh <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ, Jeff. <laughs> Someone in the Puminati is like, this is a bad take. And I was like, it's not a take, it's just a joke. He's like, I thought you were above joking about a sexual assault. I'm not. I'm sorry. Not no. I'm not above that. But I mean, shitty story, right? I, pun pun not intended. I mean, I didn't I didn't look too far into it because I'm I'm in the same camp as Shuddy. Like Vince McMahon has kind of just had this reputation for years for just being a straight up ghoul, like money over like profits over people is like an understatement in his world. Like oh, yeah. if it, if it came down to, you know, giving the undertaker of a, a life ending 
head bump or some shit. And it's like, all right, if if we give him this knock on the head that kills him, you will make one nickel more. But if you don't bonk him on the head, he'll live. Be like, I want that fucking nickel. Bonk his head. Kill that son of a bitch. That nickel's mine, goddammit. My nickel. And I'm I'm kind of over the whole biopic thing, but we talked about this and over the last like couple of years, but where I was saying once Vince McMahon dies, his biopic is going to be fucking sick because there's no way he's going to let it get produced as good as it could no. be or as authentic as it could be while he's alive. I mean, when so he, he when dies, he dies, does that dissolve like the NDAs he he's had people sign? Because like, I mean, if this is the type of stuff that's going to come out, you're going to have to get the guy that directed fucking Human Centipede to make the Vince McMahon biopic. Like well, he I seems I, like yeah, a, I guess I guess the question is, can his children sue? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know either. But I mean, I didn't I didn't know this stuff until I heard somebody else talking about it. I was kind of like tuning it out, and when yeah. I heard that like he shit on a woman's head, I, I I had to stop. I was like, hold on, are you are you being facetious? Are you like over exaggerating? Are you making a joke? They're like, no, dude, that's like in the complaint. That's in the lawsuit. He pooped on a lady's head, and I was like, all right. I put, like, an alarm in my phone. Google Vince McMahon poop. And I I looked it up when I got home, and... Okay, so, obviously, you have to set aside the baseline, which is just absolutely fucking horrible and disgusting to, you know, sexually assault somebody, rape somebody, sex traffic them. Like, S-tier scumbag shit. But to then incorporate pooping on somebody's head. So from what I gathered from the like quick blurbs about it, he was like, he hired this woman and then was like kind of dangling shit. Like, okay, if you do all this fucked up sex stuff, you'll, your, your career, career will advance. You'll get all these promotions. Fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Text that guy nudes. Like, I'll I'll I'll, it'll, I'll make it worth your while, and if you don't, you are fucked. So like, yeah, form of sex trafficking. You basically entrap somebody, um, to just basically be your like hooker for lack of better words. Yeah, like you her out. Basically. Yeah, you you're you're a fucking treat for rich people that I I need to impress or win over. And like I saw that Brock, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar specifically. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit, like. And that's it's also like okay, so if we're doing the whole benefit of the doubt thing, let's say you're Brock Lesnar, and all of a sudden this woman who works for WWE is sending you like racy videos, like I guess there is that benefit of the doubt. And forgive me if this has already been proven wrong because I don't fully know, but like if if you're just getting these texts, like whoa, hell yeah, I'm back, baby. No, the way I interpreted what I read was that. Vince was a middleman between Brock and her. So the conversations kind of between Vince and Brock were, she's yours if you want her, and I'll give you whatever you want to come back to the WWE, including her. And Brock's like, yeah, I'll, I'm in. Yeah, so you throw in this lady. And then he had to go back to her and be like, hey, look, you're a part of this fucking deal I'm trying to make. So you have to go fuck this guy? Yeah. Yep. Man. That's the way I interpreted it. I didn't even get to the shitting part. 
uh, that was a revelation when that I learned about after seeing Jeff's tweet. <laughs> I mean, that's all I heard. <laughs> like, the, the, that seems to be the only part that I didn't hear somehow. Uh, was there, was it her head that that's he what shot I, on? Or that's was what it I heard. Else's? I don't know. Cause, cause it was, it was tried to, <laughs> from what I saw in this article, they didn't get too far into it. And they quoted some of the language from the lawsuit, which seemed to be trying to present it in a more fucking, you know, clinical manner. So from what I saw, it was like she was in a threesome with Vince McMahon and somebody else. He took a shit on her head and then made her continue to, quote, pleasure his friend. So, like, take the fucking sex trafficking horribleness out of it. And let's just say Shuddy and I were fucking freaks. And we found some girl that was really into hooking up with both of us. And then at some point, I was just like, hey, lady. I'm going to poop on your head and keep that turd on your head and keep blowing shutty boy. Like, I feel like, like just a Why threesome. Why do I have to be brought into this? I mean, do you want to be pooping on her head? I mean, I don't think. <laughs> Either way. Oh, shit. Jeff just bounced. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff bounced. Jeff, Jeff is, we turned him on too much. I just didn't want to be. I, I was happy I got left out, so I was like, "I'm gonna just cut my camera." And I will I'm not in this story anymore. But like for the, for the sake of discussion, a threesome with three willing participants. I feel like if somebody farts, that is ruined. Threesome over. Like, why is his friend still participating now? That there's fucking poo involved. What type of sick? fucking mental patient do you have to be it, to shit on someone's head just sounds like you're poking holes in her argument it, or in her no, testimony stop it jeff i'm poking I'm holes in fucking stop. vince mcmahon's soul it, jesus it's, christ it's, it's all about the degradation of this woman making them that's why they're continuing to carry on because degrading them makes them feel strong and powerful and it gets them off Carry on and the guy had, and the other guy had a clothespin on his nose. I mean, once you see someone bust out a clothespin, you got to fucking head for the hills. I mean, fuck, dude, man, that's that... crazy to me. Like, how could you even have to shit in that? Like, you know what I mean? Like. How could you even have to shit while you're doing a threesome? That and like, like, I'm not, like I've never like I've never been like mid sex and be like oh, I gotta poop right now. I don't think I have either, and I've had to poop like in that. some really weird circumstances. Yeah, like you also never know like what kind of off once I'm you know. You also never know what kind of a poo it's gonna be. Like, like it could be a log. Care about be... that? I don't think we need to. Yeah. I don't think we need to discuss that one. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But like, like it says, like she had to and not poop on her because it's not it's diarrhea. Yeah. So that's it's, gonna go. We'll wait, we'll wait for another time. I want to drop a fucking log in her head, maybe give her a concussion. I don't want to like ruin her hair. But even like like Vince's homie who was in that situation with him, like it says yeah, in the lawsuit that it continued, and and like, fuck, how do you even? want to keep going when you can smell your friend's poo like 
like out in That's the open. That's why I made like, the joke about him having a clothespin I, on his nose. I, but still, like I don't know. They, they'd have to yeah. like. Not only are they like sick fucks, incredibly disturbed, sex trafficking rapists, they must also have poo fetishes. Because even if you are just into the whole degradation of it, that I. I can't picture that carrying somebody to the point where you're just going to ignore a poo. That has Kevin, to be. There are people who get off because of shit. I know. I'm all I'm saying is is how do you check all those boxes? Like rapist, yes. Sadistic, yes. Sex trafficker, yes. Poo fetishist, yes. Like Jesus Christ, what the fuck went wrong with you? Yeah, Vince McMahon's probably evil, allegedly. Uh, I know, but that's yeah, like... I mean, this is something he probably never bounces back from. I fucking hope not. I hope this woman takes him for everything he's fucking worth. I wonder, like, at what was, like, her breaking point? Or I wonder, like, at what point she's like, you know what, I'm just going to collect as much, like, data or whatever as I can. Like, sure, shit on my head, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up flipping on you. This didn't seem like... I, I think... From what I saw, she got hired in 2019. Yeah, this is all pretty. Mid- oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And like, if- this is this isn't this is. Let's see. I thought it was like a 90s story. No, no. This is all current. Um. So while fucking Vince's wife was going off to work in the White mm-hmm. House, he's fucking pooping on people's heads. Like. I can only imagine, like, after all this shit went down, she probably found a lawyer, a legal team, and, like, look, this is the stuff that went down, and they were just like, what? And then you're going up against somebody who has more money than God, very powerful, and there's still this air in society where there's this faction of people where they're like, if you accuse somebody that I like of doing something bad, I'm on their side no matter what. So you have that uphill battle there. You've got this guy's army of lawyers. So I'm sure just putting all this together and making it as airtight as possible to nail this fucking scumbag probably took a long fucking time. But Jesus Christ. Damn, fuck that's him. crazy. Fuck him. What a fucking ghoul. Yeah, he's he's a legitimately evil huh like that's uh, i feel like that's the level of john evil. laurinaitis the former head of talent relations mm. uh that she i don't think i know who that is i don't either but she uh alleged the pair took turns holding her down for each other while sexually assaulting her in the office jesus ma'am she wasn't he I thought his kid was in, yeah, Road Warrior. Yeah, James Lord. Oh, John. Okay. Wait, no, John, John Laurinaitis is um, the Road Warrior from, from, uh, Animal from the Road Warriors. Oh. No. <gasps> right? I just looked up no. John Laurinaitis. Yeah, John Laurinaitis was Johnny Ace. This is. Oh, that's a sibling. Okay, yeah, never mind. His sibling is. So this is the other guy. Gotcha. Okay. 
Because his his this, brother's kid was in the NFL. Yeah, James. Gotcha. Okay. Was okay. A, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Man, even my my like I'm in a text thread with my homies from Pennsylvania. My like my old skate and stunt video buddies, and they've all been WWE diehard since like the WWF days. And everybody on that text was like, "Fuck him." Fuck this guy. What a fucking scumbag. Throw his ass in jail. Does that mean they're going to stop watching? I doubt it. Yeah. I mean... I mean, it doesn't, I mean he... Yeah. He doesn't have a lot to do with the product. Really anything to do with the product currently. Obviously, he was... Yeah, because he just got a major hit affair. with a whole bunch of shit. Like, before this, about being like... You know, a sexual yeah, deviant and, and fucking with people. And he stepped down. Yeah, and then he, he and then he snuck back into like a different role where he can just keep the cash flow coming. So, <clears throat> man, hopefully it just slams the door on that scumbag for good. It, it's kind of crazy though, like how just I don't know immune he thought he was, or how like bulletproof he thought he was because he stepped well, down amid the other allegations. But he had to remember, like, wait, I did shit on someone's head, and maybe she could be mad eventually. He's like, nah, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, actually. I mean, even if you think about it, like, going back to the Don Draper days, and, like, even in the 80s, my mom said when she first started working at this stock brokerage, just working in a Wall Street environment, it, it was just a fucking random office in New Jersey, that it was a such a boys club that... You know, there were nights where everybody had to work late, and she said it was like fucking um, Wolf of Wall Street. Like I, I was when we, we that was one of in our string of awkward Christmas movies that we went and saw in the theater. Like <laughs> as we left, I was like, Very I was like, movie. I was like, shit, was it like that when you were working in stocks in the eighties? She was like, yeah. She's like, I was one time working my in my cubicle. It was late because something big had happened and. Our firm got like a fuckload of money. So everybody's working late. The big shots are all partying and getting fucking wasted. And, you know, the workers are there doing all the real work. And she said they hired strippers and there were like naked women just doing cartwheels down the hallway. And she's just at her desk working. So like even back then, like you go to like, you know, the whole boys will be boys era of like chicks getting pinned up against the wall in the office and forcibly kissed and all that horrible shit like even back in those days if you're like yeah you know the president just pooped on somebody you'd be like oh my like even those guys are gonna be like oh too far man too far and to hire somebody like a new hire in 2019 to be like yeah you're pretty much just here to be fucking sex trafficked and degraded it's just Take the, the ghoulishness aside of it, but just like, how do you not even think? Okay, okay, fine. You're a ghoul. You know it. You know you're a scumbag piece of shit. But you really that's, think... That's my point. Well, he thinks he's that untouchable. It's just like, hey, fuck Because it. he... If he's doing this in this day and age, he has probably been doing... It's probably been a cycle of abuse for a very long time. And he's always been able to pay his way out of it to where he thought he was untouchable and she just wasn't having it. 
Yeah, just I think sucks I made it. the joke about how like it's probably going to be a situation where in the next couple of weeks it's it's just going to get piled on and piled on and piled on and you think there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out um and probably yeah. there are going to be I bet you there are a lot of women who signed NDAs and took checks who have been on the phone with their lawyers over the last few days seeing it how ironclad the NDA is. So Vince McMahon, I just Googled it. He is currently 78 years old. Yeah, it's like so a Bill Cosby situation. Four years ago. Like, people are going to be like, oh, he's fine. He's going to get what's coming to him. He's like, eh, he already, he already won. It I know. sucks to hear it, but he already won. It, it really does suck that these – I mean, it's it, if you're going to get somebody, like, at least he didn't die and then they got him. Like, But it's still – it sucks that you get to live just this – luxurious life of being untouchable and then just getting nipped in the bud right at the end. It's like, fuck. Are him and Linda divorced? I have no idea. No, I think it's like a team. Wow. According to Forbes, he's also worth $2.8 billion. I have a feeling that number is going to change soon. Why? You don't think he's going to get cleaned out? Lawsuits? Well, I don't know. Shuddy just, I, I have no idea. Shuddy made the point that made sense to me where he, a lot of people sign NDAs. Yeah, but I feel like I they're... Mean, he was open for a lawsuit for years and they couldn't get, they like, can't get him. I don't think he can take back the money. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm speculating. I guess I have no idea. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah I mean, not, not exactly. Are legal minds. Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly a I, law scientist over here. <laughs> I uh, I thought I made the joke to you guys years ago, but it's like if if hostile was actually a thing, like I I, I do think Vince McMahon's a client. Oh, I yeah. think you've said that in the past, right? Yeah, That's what like, I'd be, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he murdered someone, like for sure. I wouldn't either. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a fucking snuff film of him out there. Yeah, Vince McMahon it, definitely picked up some illegals at Home Depot. And set them loose on his property, oh, wow. and and, yeah. and went hunting them with dogs for sure. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be like, oh, that, that that that's a that's a crazy thought, right? Your first instinct that's crazy, but then it's like, well, he did shit on someone's head, and then make her blow, continue blowing his friend, and like once you once you start with that, it's kind of like. Okay, now almost anything's possible. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? the, like, now it's like dots right, well, don't get like that. Having that dot of shitting on somebody's head and making them blow your friend connects very easily to all other kinds of depravity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you're really like, kind of going down from there, really. <laughs> yeah, if they were like, "Hey, Vince like, McMahon has a fucking Buffalo Bill style well in his basement," be like, "Yeah." Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah, very plausible. Not as weird as him shitting on a girl's head and making her blow John Laurinaitis. <laughs> Fucking hell, man! So in this, all right. So in that situation, is John Laurinaitis the weirdest one there? He is, right? I mean, really, it's only between him and Vince. Yeah, I mean, I feel how like do you even stay hard for that. Like, I'd be like. Thank you, Jeff, for bringing us back to the conversation we had ten minutes ago that you really didn't chime in on. Did you? Did you miss all of that? Kevin was asking that question. I said these sort of things, but yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess we're circling back. My bad. 
I mean, yeah, a, 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 any normal person, again, altering the, the scenario to where this is like a willing participant, someone gets pooped on, you fucking run and back, like, what? You don't stay there and potentially, like, get that guy's poop on you. Like, that could touch you. I, I just, every, nothing. I have a feeling it was not a spur of the moment heat of the heat of passion type i'm gonna shit on your head this was probably a let's see how fucked up we can be to this poor girl i'm gonna shit her on her head and make her keep blowing you and john laurinaitis was probably like i don't like that idea but i'm giving him any credit whatsoever but he's like i'm i'm that committed to being a, a scumbag so yeah let's do it man yeah or he's just that much of a lackey for Vince McMahon that he does whatever he's told to do, which might be even worse. Yeah, they need to fucking lock these two up and just have all the top shrinks of the country go at them and just do some sort of study on this. Like, we found the most I think depraved they just fucking... need to bend them over a fence, pull down their pants, and let the Budweiser Clydesdales run a train on them. Wow, oh, a little corporal punishment. Yeah, outside the box, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate Just that. Just have some fellow prisoners shit on their head. Yeah, you're going to Gen Pop. You're not getting the fucking posh yeah. billionaire prison. Yeah, you're not going to white-collar criminal prison. Man. Fucking wild. Good Vince McMahon commentary, fellas. I'm proud of us. I am not proud of you, Jeff. You're still a scumbag. <laughs> it kind of makes... It I did better the around then on Twitter. Uh, it kind of shines the attitude error era of era. WWE in a bit of an unfavorable light. Why was there poop stuff in that? No, but in that, that was women were man years. Oh, yeah, and women were extremely objectified in that time frame, and which is why I, I'll admit, I enjoyed it so much as in, you know. 16 through 21 year old because oh shitty she tit it was awesome (laughs) it was but a lot of those storylines were very kind of like degrading to a lot of those and and it makes it seem like vince was just doing that to them all around off the air too yeah yeah i mean part of the like my perspective on part of it is just like I, I I've kind of always thought the worst of Vince McMahon. I would say the shitting on this girl's head is surprising, you know, just because it's surprising to hear anyone be able to do that. Like all like just trying to like visualize it, not that. Yeah, there it, it normal people's head didn't go to that place when they thought about the evils of Vince McMahon. That he's the type of person that shits on a girl's head. There was I didn't all think kinds that of a person existed. To be honest, I, <laughs> I know. Like I, I always just pictured Vince all McMahon. Kinds of things you could say about him, and just no normal person's thought process would go to he shit he sexually assaults women. Yeah, of course, that seems like a very Vince McMahon thing to do. But taking it to that level where he's shitting on her while he's sexually assaulting her is a level of depravity that. Like yeah, the I, lawyers probably read this in the movies. Like the lawyers probably read this and like just went outside and started smoking cigarettes. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? 
like what Man, the fuck? We have to fucking defend this. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, or the just yeah, yeah, or like the lawyer writing, like the uh, the representative Janelle Grant was just like, wait a second, he did what? Let's well, take a I minute. Mean, Let's take a minute here. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go outside, take a shot of whiskey, and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I mean, I, I always pictured like Vince McMahon just. He would spend his days sitting on just a mountain of cash, kind of like the Joker in the Dark Knight, and just being like, all right, um, who are the wrestler widows that are still getting paid from this company? How do, we, how do we fucking cut that off? Actually, can we sue any of them to get it back? I need more fucking money. He's but, actually more evil. <laughs> That's yeah. the crazy thing. He's actually worse. Man. Yeah, because I really uh, do feel like it, it does take a certain amount of evil to reach that point in life. Like, to get that far and that rich, you have to be so cutthroat to just take, absorb other people's ability to just fucking live a real life and be okay with it. Be like, yeah, I have enough money, but I want more, so I'm going to completely rob you of the ability to provide for yourself so I can just have a tiny bit more. I just want to watch my bank wait, account go up a little bit more. Even... The angle of going about doing something evil for money makes sense because it's for money. Like the shitting on the girl's head where it's just like, what did you get out of that? Like that's cra- like that's crazy evil. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, geez, geez, dude. And yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, we're, we're just kind of, we dove in, uh, into the deep end of the pool on just this evil shit. But I really wonder what, like, his evil, like, Hall of Fame reel looks like. Like, what's his most evil day? Did he kill someone, shit on someone's head, rob a, a WWE? What, like, what's the most evil things he's done in one day? Just a 24-hour period. I would say and something... What does that look like? Something on par with what he did to this woman, and then you pair it with what Shuddy Boy... Like... He has some executive assistant that's kind of like uh, Mark Hamill's character in Follow the House of Usher. He was just like, you know what, I'm bored. Bring me some homeless people in a crossbow. And this guy just like drives around New York, finds Spoiler a homeless alert. person. and got to watch that. He uh, opens up the door the, to the limo. And like, hey, you look cold and hungry. You want to come in and have a burger and warm up? Like, shut the door. All the doors lock. Like, you're going to meet Vince McMahon. Oh, the wrestling guy? Sweet. And then it's like, no, 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 no. This is not going to be sweet. He is armed to the teeth. Have you ever seen Hostel? I would say that is Vince McMahon's most evil day. Yeah. He started his day with the stuff in this lawsuit and ended it with hunting homeless people, Hostel style. And then he probably just laid down on a bed and he's like, yeah, I'm the fucking man. <laughs> He passed out immediately as his head hit the pillow and just yeah. lost no sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I'm tired. Yep. Well, rotten hell. Fuck him. Do some voicemails or? Oh, uh, yeah. We're not doing this today. <laughs> hey, did you guys see any movies? <laughs> we already talked about the only two that i seen. Oh, that was a serious transition. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I have anything. I mean, they, they did announce the Oscar nominations. Since we last got together, oh, that so, is a fun conversation, huh? Um, it's oh my, it, it, it it's ridiculous. They didn't nominate Greta Gerwig and 
and Margot Robbie, right? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, if you're going to nominate anything from that movie, how do you not nominate Barbie? Yeah, to nominate yeah. America <laughs> Ferreira and Ryan Gosling. Like, if, if that's the route you're going to go, if you're going to throw Barbie some noms, throw it to Greta Gerwig and throw it to Margot Robbie. Like, who who walked out of Barbie and was like, man, Ryan Gosling deserves an Oscar for that? I like, mean, he was really fucking good in it. Uh, but it is odd that they, like, it flies, like, it's almost like they did it to spite the movie itself because it is exactly what the movie is opposing. <laughs> like, it's like the most, like, the, the, biggest contradiction to that movie is nominating ryan gosling over uh moro robbie and coincidentally uh the quarterback for the detroit lions looks like a poor man's ryan gosling yeah i don't even know what just happened right there i'd say wait i tied it into football is what happened there um keeping us both interested i I mean, she did the the screenplay got nominated, and Greta Gerwig wrote it, so she's still getting a nomination, just okay, not for cool. directing. And to be fair, in modern Oscar times, they nominate ten movies for best picture, and all the other categories get five. So half of the people that half of the directors from best picture nominees are not getting nominated for directing, at least because sometimes they'll pull a wild card and they'll nominate a director whose film didn't make the top 10 for best picture. Uh, I, did you watch? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, no you go ahead. I was going to say, topical. I don't understand how American fiction, which just came out, got a nomination, but Iron Claw it got nothing. Yeah, I didn't see Iron Claw, but I know a lot of people were pretty dumbfounded that it didn't warrant a single nomination and American fiction did just come out, but they count release dates sometimes from the first time they screen, which is sometimes at a festival, which can be, you know, six to eight months before a movie even comes out in theaters. Yeah. Right. But how does that cheat? I just don't understand how they decide what gets nominated. Well, cause um, they, you know, the, the filmmakers will, run a campaign like if you're in la you see all the for your consideration billboards when i went to deadline for the vince mcmahon information i got a for your consideration for kieran culkin in uh succession which was funny yeah ad is what i meant to say well the the like i don't know i I feel like if you because you're if you're an academy member they get sent screeners and shit. So even though American fiction wasn't in theaters, if there's like a buzz or a campaign for it, pe- the voters will get... And I don't even know... I'm kind of talking out of my ass because I don't fully understand the Academy voting process, but I know if you're a member, your vote counts, and they have their rounds of voting or whatever, and then I'm sure they saw the results, and I'm sure everybody was like, oh, no... People are going to be pissed. <laughs> like, oh, what did we do? Fuck. Because it's not like it's it's three dudes in, you know, 
tank tops and bandanas be like, all right, fucking broskies, what are we voting for this year? It's the entire Academy audience voting. And it's just, these are the results. And a lot of people voted to put Barbie as best picture and not enough voted to put fucking Margot Robbie as best actress. It's it's kind of, you know, like you said, Shuddy, it's like that you just fucking did the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I saw Barbie. I like Barbie. I didn't walk out thinking, here we go, Oscar sweep. And I, I know some people that Barbie was their favorite movie of the year and were like, I honestly... Forget the snubs. I can't even believe it got nominated for Best Picture. That's fucking wild to me. That's, I mean, I enjoyed Barbie thoroughly. I have no, <laughs> no knocks on it whatsoever. But I didn't even think that it would it was a possibility for Oscar nomination. Yeah, neither did I. So I mean, it, I know it crushed the box office, but like that that, that doesn't, doesn't mean, factor in. Yeah, that never factors in, or else Avengers would have been a Best Picture nominee for. Yeah. And I walked out so, of Avengers being like, you know, uh, Infinity War being like, holy fucking shit. I've been waiting my entire life for a comic book movie like that. But I was not like, oh, fucking snubbed. No. Because I know what they they go for. They they want the depressing shit. They want the artsy fartsy shit. So I think people should be pumped that it got the nominations that it did. They definitely got some of that shit fucking backwards, though. I mean, that is a weird, weird, weird call for Ryan Gosling. I do think he's a great actor. I I will watch the fuck out of Blade Runner 2049. My nerdy yeah, ass loves that ass. movie. But, Are you no. going to see that new movie of his with Emily Blunt? I mean, I do like the Blunt. Big fan of E. Blunt as well. I don't know what movie you're talking about, but I'm sure I'll see it. Uh, what the fuck is it called? I always like to see what the, um, you know, because I see a fuckload of movies every year, and it's like, all right, I know something's going to sneak the in there guy. in best, best Picture that I didn't see. But this year, I think when they released the nominees, I had seen six of them. Six? Yeah, six. So... When the nominations came out, you know, I texted Carl and I'm like, all right, we're going to go to the movies this weekend. Let's see one of the best pictures we haven't seen yet. And we we went with American Fiction because the four I hadn't seen were American Fiction, Past Lives, Anatomy of a Fall, and Zone of Interest. And I saw that Past Lives and Anatomy of a Fall you could rent on VOD. So we went to the theater, saw... American Fiction, and then rented Anatomy of a Fall and Past Lives. Do you know anything about any of those movies, Jeff? No. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. I was going to ask if you've seen Zone of Interest. No, that's the last one. I've seen no, nine really out of the ten. fucking weird. All I, the only one I know about is American Fiction, and it's only from what I read on the AMC app when I was trying to find a movie to go watch this weekend and decided not to see anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I had seen the trailer yeah. for it a bunch of times. It has the guy from 
Westworld and Boardwalk Empire in it. Yeah. And he's an author. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. I just summed up the movie. We can move on. No. Uh, what, what? What's the tell us about it? So he's basically just an author <clears throat> and his book sales aren't exactly where he would love them to be. And he sees this black woman whose book sales are through the roof. And he goes to like a, a an appearance of hers and everybody's kind of sucking her ass and they're like, could you read us a, a, uh, just a paragraph from your book? Just, just treat us to a passage. And she reads it and it's all like in Ebonics and hooded out. And Jeffrey writes in the back, just like, like face palming, like, Oh my fucking God. Are you kidding me? This is what is selling. So he gets wasted and tries to write as a joke. He writes an entire book the same way she wrote hers, gives it to his manager, and he's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, this is what you wanted, right? Go out and sell it. Go for it. And it gets a massive offer, becomes hugely popular, and he's just fucking pissed about it. And it's a funny premise, but the movie, which is about two hours long, hardly spends any time with the premise. It's mostly just about Jeffrey Wright and his family and this new girl he's dating. They hardly ever spend much time with that premise, and pretty much all the beats that go along with it are shown in the trailer. So, I don't know. It was it was a good movie, but after seeing it, pretty shocked that it's in the running for Best Picture. It's call- <clears throat> it seemed like one of those where calling it a comedy was a bit of a stretch. No, it was pretty funny. I mean, it was... It's an Oscar comedy, so it, there's there's moments in it that are like super sad and depressing, but it definitely has its comic relief. There are definitely a handful of solid, funny moments. Okay, so it, it's not just barely a comedy. That was my fear. That's why I didn't go see it. I thought it would be... I did think it would be funnier, though. You I did. thought it would be okay. funnier, and for how for a movie that's that's got like a really solid premise like that, it's weird that it spent so much time on family stuff, and a lot of it didn't even get resolved. So I kind of left the theater scratching my head. I was like, "All right, why introduce all that stuff if it had no payoff or no like real meaning other than to show that life gets messy, family life gets messy." So I don't know. I, when I start making my picks, I don't think I will be going with American fiction. And it's like a three and a half dicker. It's fine. When are we going to be making our picks and destining, signing Jeff's destiny to drink the cow urine? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, we... The the Oscars aren't until March 10th, so there's no rush. So if you guys want to take some time, if there's any stuff you want to make an effort to see, to see if that'll help your oh. decision-making. Of the 10 Best Picture movies that are nominated, uh, I have heard of four of them. Okay, which ones are those? I've only seen one of them. Oh, shit. <laughs> of the other Barbie. six. Yep. <laughs> But I saw it twice, so technically I've seen two Oscar movies. Um, no, uh, Anatomy of a Fall, 
the zone of interest, past lives, and maestro. You don't know what they're about? I, I know nothing about them. And prior to this conversation about American fiction, uh, you had known the grand total of what I've known about that movie yeah. prior. Jeffrey Wright, he's an author. Well, Anatomy it's of a, a Fall has a shot with Jeff. Cause it's, Jeff see tit? No, Jeff don't see tit, but it's Jeff's other white girl addiction, which is true crime. Even though it's not true, I, I had to Google it because it was so <laughs> it was so detailed and specific. I was like, this has to be based on a on a real thing, and I Googled it, and it's like, despite its crude crime nature, this is actually a work of fiction. But it's it's like this uh, this couple. They're kind of living in the French countryside, and they have a blind son, and. The blind son's out walking with his dog in the backyard. He comes back and just finds his dad on the ground in the snow, just not moving, blood pouring out of him. Yells for his mom. His mom comes downstairs and freaks out. Holy shit! Calls the ambulance, crying and stuff. And then after they do a an autopsy, they're like, "This seems a little suspicious." And the woman gets put on <laughs> yeah, trial. So it's like this. Uh, I mean, it was really really well written i mean whoever wrote this fucking movie must know a lot about law and forensics and blood splatter and shit Murder. like that and moida because it was just like the the court scene stuff was really compelling like one guy's like oh that motherfucker just made a really good point and then it comes back to the other guy and you're like man that guy just made a fucking good point so it does kind of leave leave you scratching your head and you're like man how is this gonna fucking play out and it was good. I liked it. It was a good flick. It's it's long. Two and a half hours. A lot of it's in French. So Jeff C. Subtitle. Mm -hmm. Jeff C. Subtitle. That's a that's a big boner killer for Jeff and Shuddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but, I'm not big into Jeff C. Subtitle. Uh, subtitle. I'm going to ask a question, and then I'm going to I'll explain why I need you to answer it. Uh -oh. uh, what movie was that you were just talking about that's French? Anatomy of a I Fall. I somehow... Okay. So we were still on Anatomy of a Fall because somehow when that conversation started, even though I had the window minimized, Dustin's special started playing somehow and I couldn't find it. Uh, so I had Dustin yelling in my ears while you were talking about <laughs> the movie. <laughs> yeah, Anatomy of, Anatomy of a Fall is like a four-dicker. That was good. And I could, despite it having subtitles, movies I, I want to watch have uh, either Kung Fu or Godzilla in them. Gotcha. Or Tit. Jeff C. Tit. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I could see you getting caught up in the, like, the legal aspect of it. Because it was pretty fascinating. And then Past Lives is basically a story about this girl who was born in Korea, lived in Korea until she was like 10 or something. And her and this boy had a crush on each other. And then she moves, her family moves to America. She becomes Americanized when she's in college. She kind of reconnects with them over social media and they're chatting for a while and Skyping all the time and seems a little romantic and flirty. And then she's just like, you know what? I'm never coming to Korea. You're never coming to New York. I got to focus on my shit. We, we got to stop talking. This is just, a waste of time. 
she gets married years pass and then dude finally makes a trip to new york and they spend some time together and it's like uh it's a little little love triangle and it's a really really fucking thin premise that is the entire premise but it was it's definitely not a movie jeff will like 100 percent. thank you i'll save you the time thanks for saving me yeah you will not like past lives but it was it felt very real and raw and it was pretty emotional so I, I, I would be lying if I said I didn't get some mild chin wobbles. Got the waterworks mm. from Carl. But it was, uh, it was heavier and more impactful than I thought it would be. It was, it was a solid flick. I liked, I liked Past Lives. So did you see this before it was nominated? No. Carl and I just okay. did like a triple feature this weekend of watching Oscar stuff. The only okay. thing we didn't get to see, well- like I'm, I'm 9 out of 10 because of Zone of Interest, and that's... That's the one I'm dreading the most. Like last year, I think it was uh, West Side Story. It was just like, oh, that movie's so fucking long. And it's a musical. No. And I saved that for last, and it felt like a fucking eternity. I did not like that movie. I fucking hate musicals. There's a couple that slipped through. There's a couple exceptions to the rule, but Christ, that was torture. And I have a feeling Zone of Interest is going to be the same way. It's like fucking... Every review that I skimmed on Letterboxd was fucking, like, gut-wrenching. A punch to the heart. God, I was devastated by this movie. Like, ah, oh, there we go. There's the, there's the no-fun Oscar shit. Here, watch a movie what? about fucking Nazis. Is that what it's about? Yeah, it's like this, this Auschwitz guard and his wife build their dream house right next to Auschwitz so they can just be right there next to it all. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's long commutes to work really suck. <laughs> you think that's that's the moral of the of the, the movie? <laughs> that's my main takeaway. So man, it fucking sucks being stuck on the freeway on your way to work. Yeah, who wants well, to that, take yeah, the four oh five to sounds Auschwitz? Like one of those those like fucking misery porn movies. Exactly. And I do not like those. Kevin loves those. Oh, sorry. Uh, like I the one that Francis McDermott Dormand one that won. Oh, the billboards, the three billboards movie. Is that one? Oh no. Oh, you're talking about um, Nomad. Nomadland. Yeah, that's it. Nomadland. Yeah, that was wholly depressing. That was another tough one to get through. And then what about uh, Maestro? That's the Bradley Cooper one. That went straight to Netflix. It's it, he like I think he wrote it, directed it, starred in it about Leonard Bernstein, the composer. Okay, all right. You know what? I did know that. So it was like a biopic, and I feel like I know nothing about the guy. I I, I kind of like watching biopics that start where the person is still trying to reach their goals. So you see how they got there. You see their struggle. You see the turn of events that led them to where they are. This one kind of just throws you in the middle of it. And it pretty much just focuses on him trying to hook up with like dudes and women outside of his marriage and his wife sort of tolerating it. And then her talking to her friends and going, darling, darling. And then she gets cancer. And then it's like, ah, all right, well, this is fucking depressing. 
I know I know nothing about Leonard Bernstein, and I'm depressed. Sweet. So that's the the condensed thoughts on Maestro. What, what uh, else are you confused about, Shuddy? I'll fucking I'll cram all these down your throat. I mean, there's nothing mm. else I'm confused mm. about. I just haven't seen the holdovers, which I should because you've raved about it. That movie fucking. Like, I'm rules. interested in seeing that. I want to watch both Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon. The run times are just what on Astounding. both of those. It that that's that's a full time day job's worth of work right there watching those two movies. Yep. Yeah. Like that's over six hours. I mean, as so much as Oppenheimer is worth it. The other one, not quite. Yeah, Jeff did not um, like Killers of the Flower Moon. Who did? And Poor Things was one that I had considered going to see, going to the theater to see this weekend. I mean, that'll be Jeff's vote, just for the sheer amount of nudity. My brother said that despite there being a bunch of nudity, there's no way I would like the movie. <laughs> yeah, your brother's right. <laughs> I was surprised to see that, though, get nominated because it's so fucking horny. I feel like the Oscars usually don't go so horny. You know, they like they like misery porn. And they it sounds like they found some winners. God, I I am gonna see that fucking zone of interest movie, but god damn, it's like it's like making the active decision to remove some money from your bank account in exchange for ruining your day. Then why do it? Why I, I this is a good a good exercise for you to kind of break that completionist habit that's unnecessary and just I can't this is the time. I can't this do it. This is the one. I have I'm so close. I'm nine out of ten. I gotta fucking see it. I always see all all ten of them. But you're, what's you're gonna happen what's gonna happen if you don't? I don't even want to consider that, Shuddy. Maybe you actually win the Oscar thing this year. Yeah, I mean, I won last year. Oh, right. Listen, I, listen. I just remember with me Jeff losing. having to eat the the Sir Stroming. We both won. It doesn't matter who. Like we yeah. both won by not having to be involved in that. Yeah, I'd argue there's if never anybody a won in that situation. A, only a loser. Me, because I didn't have to smell it at all. Yeah, that is true. I mean. The piss thing, man. Ah, oh, the fucking piss. I mean, that's what we settled on, right? Loser drinks cow piss. No, I mean yeah, specifically the 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 safe to drink cow piss from the internet. Yeah, because this uh, isn't like just going out into the wild and rushing a farm. And like, I just wanted to make sure rapid- that we we you know. That by letting you so lackadaisically just call it cow piss, you could try and pull a switcheroo on Jeff or I. No, uh, no, Shuddy, like, there is no switcheroo. What, what do you think? What do you think I'm trying to do here? Am I am I angling to forego buying this thing so I can hop a fence and suck some cow's dick and drink straight from the tap? Like, I th- oh wait, it could be that you're so confident you're not going to have to worry about it that you're going to now make Jeff or I go do that. If also, we lose. well, cows don't have dicks. I just realized. No, bulls do. Yeah. Cows yeah, have we all knew that. 
course. Everyone knew that. <laughs> Me especially. Yeah. <laughs> I almost cut you off, Shetty, to tell him that, but th- thanks for jumping in before me. Wait a second. I'm pretty sure I've been at like the checkout at 7-Eleven, and they have like a thing by the register where you could buy that Listen, candy, cow in dicks. your defense, Jeff, <laughs> anybody who's watching the YouTube sees me for about five seconds, get ready to correct Kevin, and then it fucking clicked that he was correct. Like, I I really, I was on your, I was going to say he's wrong, but then it clicked. So you weren't the only one that, that needed a little moment to Mate, remember boy, both that. both of you thought you could suck a cow's dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is... No, I would not... That, that would is be one, stupid. That's one mammal's dick that I wouldn't suck. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I would not touch that mammal's dick with a 10-foot pole. I mean... If do, it were to have one, have it you, probably doesn't. Shuddy, have you done any more Googling into that product that you found that is just bottle? It looks like a little energy drink, like a, like a little vial of just piss but i mean do they treat it do they do anything to it do they add taurine or is it or do they just hold it up to some cow's cookie and make it piss in it do they test the piss first i oh man i hope every batch gets like yeah this cow piss does not have hepatitis in it gamutra gamutra they should make commercials for gamutra have Logan Paul be the spokesman? Me and all my friends are always drinking cow piss. If you want to be the coolest kid in school, you'll fucking drink it too. Me and my friends. <laughs> we fucking, we crack the lid, pour the piss in our mouths, and then we spit it like a fountain into each other's mouths. That's the manliest way you can drink cow piss with your bros. Broski. Shuddy, have you found... Gross. I, I'm fucking spinning my tires as long as I can here. I know. I'm trying to find... I don't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to find a bottle of it that I can see that information on, Kevin. Well, you always claim to be the smartest man on the show. Sounds like you know nothing about cow piss, Mr. Genius. Okay, it's it's distilled. And Jeff knows what that means, right? What is Distilled. Uh, means the bacteria was cleaned out of it. Okay. But how is it done, Jeff? That's a very vague answer. Oh, science. It's a specific way to do that. Uh, okay. Um, I would say by heating it. We're getting All closer. Right. You're, you're you're adding blocks to make this okay. Heating it how or for On what a purpose? Stove <laughs> to clean it with warmth. <laughs> <laughs> there is some sort of heating object, maybe even a fire. <laughs> All right, hand up. I don't really know what distilled means. I mean, you got what, really you fucking close there. Yeah. 
you're boiling something so it evaporates and then as it cools you're collecting that liquid by actually so, kind of know that God damn so it. like the easiest thing to think about it is moonshine so alcohol evaporates fast at lower temperatures than water so when the alcohol lick you know the mash and everything is liquid and heated in the still the alcohol evaporates and goes up through you know what a moonshine still looks like right i've never seen one now i feel like you have but it like goes through coils and cools down and drips out and that's why the alcohol is so pure because the water is separate these things are expensive one's twelve hundred dollars yeah but just think about all the money you're gonna make from the moonshine you sell Oh my god, it sounds like I got into some moonshine. Can we, can we do that legally here? Isn't moonshine illegal in some part some parts of the country? I think it's illegal in a lot of parts of the country. But you can get a stovetop still for $89.99 on Amazon. I heard that, and again, this is just probably some urban legend shit, but I heard that if you get your hands on some true moonshine, there's a lot of places that you can go, like Bevmos and shit, where they're selling stuff that that's labeled as moonshine and it's not even fucking close to being moonshine but like the legit stuff because i mean it is moonshine but they add water to it so the alcohol content is lower yeah it's not what what is true moonshine is like 195 proof or something crazy like that yeah it's like ever clear and if you i've heard that if you do a shot of it you could lose your vision for a few minutes is that true or did i get myth busted that should be an Oscar punishment, huh? Right, hold a on. shot of moonshine. I'm gonna Google this motherfucker. Does doing a shot of moonshine make you momentarily? I would just say make you blind and let Google fill it. Yeah, uh, fill it. Do its magic. Yeah. Oh, not if you're careful. <laughs> This, pour it on your face and light your lighted match. Like. This pervasive question is due to moonshine lore, which abounds with myths of blindness, but few actual documented cases. The concern is due to the presence of methanol, wood alcohol, an optic nerve poison, which can be present in small amounts when fermenting grains or fruits high in pectin. So I guess it has the possibility, but it doesn't really happen. Man, I had wood alcohol is what you know people got forced to drink during prohibition. When I when I had my apartment, my very first apartment when I was twenty, the legendary apartment of just three hundred and sixty five ragers, someone showed up with a bottle of Everclear once, and was like, "Flaming shots, man! We're really fucking doing some flaming shots." And this is one of those rare moments where I was like, you know what? Enough people volunteered. I'm just going to sit back for once and observe the stupidity rather than participate in it. So this fucking guy who I think he was this guy's brother, this kid that I worked with at McDonald's, his like older brother came and brought it and he pours the shot. He lights it and drinks it with the flame still going. So it made a goatee of fire around his mouth and he didn't even know it. And we're like, dude, your fucking face is on fire. Dude, your face, put your face out. And he's like, huh? huh?" 
and just like move, gingerly swats it out. And then he's just sitting there like, and it fucking reignites. We're like, dude, your fucking face is on fire again. And like, I, I, I did not know this, but apparently when you do a flaming shot, you're supposed to blow it out first. Yes. I always thought that was the cool part of doing of a flaming shot. You yeah, yeah, do yeah, it don't be a, don't be a pussy and blow that out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he his he got he had a flaming goatee. It was fucking sick. Oh shit. We've been we've been going for a very long time now. Hey. There's your show, everybody. Thank you for listening, friends. <laughs> I'll see ya. Um yeah. The, I mean, the the work doesn't stop for us. We're doing a Patreon show after this, and if you would like to hear it, and the 300-plus Patreon shows we've done in the past six years, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Hour. Tons and tons of excellent stuff on there. Woo! Man, I just made Jeff watch the first episode of One Piece for Dragon Ball Queef. Spoiler alert, he fucking hated it. So if you want to hear... One a, piece of shit... If you want to hear a salty Jeff very, very angry about an anime, that's a good one to watch. Yeah. I knew I was going to have a fucking losing weekend sports betting after I watched that piece of shit. Oh, you're blaming You, you didn't like Luffy? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, that was... I did not like the way he treated Kobe. <laughs> I'm not down for the bullying, dog. Yeah. So that was, I think, our 37th episode. That means Jeff, because we double-dipped on Food Wars, Jeff has seen at least one episode of 36 different anime. Is that, like, the craziest statement ever made in the history of the show? It might be. (laughs) Yeah, if you told me that 12 years ago, I would have called you a liar. Black Lagoon is the only one that I've been like, you know what, I should should go back. I should go back and watch that. Draven actually just picked up the final manga of black lagoon today yeah that one was sick but yeah you can follow jeff's anime adventures amongst many many other things so patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour if you would like to see these episodes instead of listening to them you can check out the zoom feed on our youtube youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour and you can also follow us on instagram i'm at kevin craft i'm at shuddy boy jeff for records and at MSPH Podcast and at John Cooper Movie. And if you are a sports junkie like Jeff and you need some hot tips for your gambling picks, check out Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. That's right. Only a Super Bowl left uh, for the NFL portion of the podcast, but I'll be doing golf this week um, and really moving forward to the end of the season and a lot of NBA. So. If you're into betting on golf in the NBA, definitely give my podcast a listen. Otherwise, I'll uh, talk to you guys next football season. I will say I am very curious, MSPH-wise, for Super Bowl prop bets because I know those get weird. Yeah, I'll I'll look for some weird stuff that might get you uh, interested, or at least that we can talk about on the podcast, this podcast. Yeah. All right, and that's about it, friends. Thank you all for listening, but until next time... Something. Squirm, squirm. That's a big fucking flim flam. Why is this? Oh.
That's right. I restarted it. Yeah. Eat that daddy dick. Can one of you say something? What's up, choders? I cannot hear you, Kevin. Fucking Zoom. Audio. Yo, 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 yo. Speaker. Can you s- doing, fucking s- doing. All right, now I hear ya. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to open some more toys this week. Uh, how how very cool want... of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I meant toys that you guys would have some interest in. God damn it. Oh, you mean like sex toys? Oh, no. Now we've got, we've got a problem. Do you have a new vibrating butt plug? I kind of wore mine out. ODB lost his microphone. Lost a little more than that. Well, yeah. His battle with addiction, his life. Stop me when I'm when I covered it all. Man. Talking, talking about me? <laughs> no, old dirty bastard. Uh, yeah, again, are we talking just, about me? I just heard battle of addiction. It's like, I know I gamble a lot, but I wouldn't go that far. I I guess it is. I I dropped the ODB figure and lost his microphone went flying. And I said, ODB lost his mic. And Kevin said he lost more than that. And then that's when I said his battle with addiction. (laughs) Yeah. He is 0 for 1 versus addiction. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, there's no rematch versus addiction once you go go down 0-1. Uh, but while we're so, I'll do him here in the Easter egg because uh, while we're speaking about him, one is in fact old dirty bastard. Is it an action figure or like a fun co-pop? No, it's his flashlight. <laughs> oh wow! The ODB flashlight. Dibs on that. Am I right? It's his well, his hairy stubbly dibs asshole. on on the notorious BIG flashlight, Jeff. <laughs> because I have that right here waiting in the wings. Oh me and Biggie can scissor our asses together. No, I wouldn't want to do that. Oh man. That <laughs> where are you putting all these fucking toys, Shuddy? And don't say your ass. Uh that these are gonna go in the cases here. I've been waiting for these. There's a Zarface one of these that I'm waiting for also. So waiting for, did you pre-order these? I did, yes. How long ago? I mean, springtime, and they were supposed to come out in September. Yikes. But I order, I order, if insist. so. They just couldn't get ODB's butthole right, huh? Fucking A. Had to keep going back even, to the, the cast maker. That was his, one of his hands flew out of the packaging. This does not look like old dirty bastard's asshole. There were way more dingleberries. He's, uh, he comes with a 40 ounce. Down here Can in a paper bag. <laughs> I guess authentic. 
I don't know if it's racist when ODB was on record with how much he loved 40 ounces. Touche. That is a, little, a major part of his brand. A little jacket for him. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> and it also has, I don't know if you guys will be able to see it on the Zoom, but it comes with his welfare card as well. Oh, that's right. kind of racist. Right there. <laughs> Man, I've been trying to get one of those for a while now. Do they even have welfare in California? You know what's better? Than... It was just a New York thing. You know what's better than food? That's food purchased with food stamps by the government. <laughs> I can't get any just fucking... tastes better. Food stamps? How am I supposed to mail this check to the IRS? <laughs> the, the Velveeta mac and cheese is creamier when it's on EBT. <laughs> some fucking some fucking floozy named Nikayla tried to request $15 from me on Venmo oh wow yeah how did she have your Venmo Gypsy I don't know I, I think she just I can, I, this is the first one I'm kind of bringing it up like have any of you guys gotten that like maybe it was just she just did Jeff Dash Clark? I mean, that's my Venmo. If anyone wants to send me money, please don't request any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ha- I don't think I have ever gotten a random request like that. I have not either. And then there's Biggie Smalls, quite large. Dude, uh, <laughs> Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> Biggie Smalls. What South Park was that again? What was the other? What was the other part of that? You say Biggie Smalls in the mirror three times and he appears. Oh, yeah. But, Forget. What's, what's, there's something else going on in that episode and I can't remember. Yeah, I forget. Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. I, uh, speaking of Venmo, I had a... Uh, did you guys get a notice about like a class action suit against Verizon? Yeah. You're entitled to like ten dollars and eleven cents or something stupid like that. <laughs> you put in your Venmo. You want them to Venmo you the money? I did. Nice. Yeah. Did Time- you ever get it? No, it's not. It's not coming down the pike for a few months. Oh, nice! Can't wait for that windfall. Let me know I when know. it hits. It's like normally I wouldn't, but a, I'm kind of broke, and. B. Oh, the second coming of John Cooper's ten dollars short of making budget. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm twelve hundred dollars, twelve hundred and eleven dollars short of rent. So um, maybe if I get that eleven dollars, they'll forgive the uh, the twelve for a little longer. But B, fuck Verizon. Those fuck. I'm still salty at them when their fucking employee wouldn't get off my ass when I was just trying to get a newer iPhone. And this fucking guy swore up and down that I was he was going to give me a free tablet that didn't have an additional phone line that was 100% free and put a uh, an app a movie yeah. app on there for 100% free video watching. Yeah, it's like right? you can just you can just you can just link this to your TV and just stream 
all these movies on here for free onto your TV. Like, it's, I mean, you're, it's, it's all free, so there's no reason for you to not to take it. You're just throwing away free money. And I was like, if this will get you off my fucking ass, then yes, give me this goddamn tablet just so I can get my fucking phone, never use this tablet. Used it once, got it hit with an FBI copyright notice. And then he did, in fact, charge me for a second phone line, set up a second phone line for the tablet, and work the cost of the tablet into my phone bill. And when I called Verizon about it, they're like, well, the employee says he didn't do that. So... Fuck that. So yeah, any anytime, I, I would, uh, I'd fill out this form to take a fucking nickel from Verizon, because... Not only do I not want to give them any money for the rest of my life, I would also like to take from money from them wherever I can. Although, look at listen to me talking all this shit. Where if I move and I can get FiOS, not Frontier though, right? Probably gonna get FiOS. I mean, out here it's Frontier. FiOS is worth it, buddy. FiOS is worth it. Just part, yeah, part but my no butt surprise, cheeks. They do, of course, have the worst customer service ever. And my brother, like, followed their instructions in canceling their last apartment. And they, like, hounded him for, like, a $400 cancellation fee. And he insists that he went through, like, the proper methods of canceling. And they disagree, of course, right? Right. And like every time you call them and talk to them about it, it's like they never heard it. They never heard the case. Like they take no notes. They have, they, they have, you know what I mean? They have, they have no, like, there's no CMS management. There's no Salesforce yeah. they're working on over there. I it's do like, not believe that at all. Like, I mean, I believe that's what they told him, but there's right. no fucking way. Right. There's no way. I mean, what's more ridiculous that they don't take notes or that they tell them to ignore the notes that they previously previously taken. I mean, either way, it's complete horseshit. Well, also, their whole <laughs> I mean, policy is like, they got there? if if an employee is accused of wrongdoing and they not and they deny it, then well, case closed. Everybody knows. If you're accused of something and you say, "Hey, I didn't do that," then you're a hundred percent legally in the clear. That well, is how no. that works. You do got to provide proof. I mean. I'm a big, I'm sorry, I'm a big innocent proven guilty guy. I've always had been. Yeah, you're all you also a, a, a corporate bootlicker. I am. They do say <laughs> that he is a corporate shill. That is true. Nope. Just doing really? Lachlan Murdoch bidding. Rupert's kid. I, I, we know who you're talking about. Yeah. Which one of the Roy's is that? <laughs> uh roman he's roman i don't think so i think i i think he's he would is he shiv i think he's kendall he's he's kendall oh shit like from a thousand feet back like oh that guy's got his shit together and then when you get up close like wait a second this is weird <laughs> this is weird whereas like roman really kind of never had his shit together no, no, he didn't. Shuddy Boy, do you remember any of the toys you bought like six months ago? Yeah. Have you They're still in the box over there? 
No. You haven't played this box with them? just came in and I opened it specifically because ODB and BIG were in here. Do your kids ever walk in the front door and you're like, pew, 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 oh, take that, Biggie? No. Oh, you'll never take me live. Oh, baby, I like it raw. They're just display pieces just like your comic book book art is. When Carl walks in, do you go, pow, kaboom? Yeah, but usually because I have my penis out. Hey! (laughs) Oh, man. I wish there was a hand that could hold this 40 ounce. Give it to ODB. No, I mean, none of the hands that it came with hold the 40. So I don't know what you're supposed to do with the 40 ounce. It's super glue. Maybe it's supposed to, um, like, sit on the ground next to him. You know, like, he's just he's just resting it next to his, his feet. <laughs> I mean, or like, finish the, it. It's the only option. The only option. I like it. I'm in. Oh, dang. I let it wet through This is the bike who got me on the penis people. Penis people? Now, dare get your hands on me. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Get your hand off my penis! Get your hand off my penis! I could fucking go through concrete right now. You have me so hard. Get your hand off my penis! Snoopy Poop Dog! Whew. All right, you uh, fellers ready to roll? This mad scientist party hour up. Let me see. I just need record, record permission. Permission. How oh. oh. Are we gonna do voicemails today? I don't think so. Kind of all out of voicemails. Wait, we're out. No. I thought we just can't take anymore. We're not. We just can't take anymore. Man. I say we set up a new Google Voice and we just start fresh. Yeah, you gotta figure out how to fucking do that. See what went wrong. I mean, I, I can work on that. Maybe it was just from inactivity or from how many messages were in the, the mailbox. Or who knows? Maybe they changed their policy and now it costs money. It didn't look like it when I googled it, but. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see here. Recording in progress. There we go. Oh, 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 ah! that's my motherfucking name. Loves to fart, that's my motherfucking game. Los Angeles, California with Mad Scientist Party Hour. 